Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I truly appreciate it. Don't forget, real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines to get to today, plus my thoughts on why radio is dying. And I know a lot of people that I used to work with are going to be upset with my thoughts on this, but let's be honest. I've separated myself from that industry in in a sense. I'm still connected to it, but I'm also separated from it. So I'm on the the edge of the bubble looking in on it and, and the writing's on the wall. And I'll get to that here in just a little bit. Before I get into the headlines, I do want to give you some random thoughts. I should have made an open for this, but again, <laughs> gosh. I am so lazy. I am so lazy. I should have made an open and be like, random thoughts. Random thoughts. <laughs> right? It would have been awesome. Would have been. But you're welcome for that little spontaneous open that I just pulled out of my backside. I woke up at like, say, I think it was like midnight or two o'clock in the morning, just at random, woke up. And my dog had to go to the, uh, he, since I woke up, he's like, Hey, since you're up, I got to go pee. So I let him outside. I'm sitting downstairs and my brain starts thinking about just random things. And I'm like, I need to write these down because they're so just so random, but brilliant. That's right. I just called myself brilliant. You're welcome. Now stay with me on this. Maybe you are on the same page as I am with these, or maybe you have some that, you know what, you're like, I, yes, but maybe this. So maybe you have some add-ons for this. And if you do send me an email to huff at gmail.com. This one is fairy tale creatures that I just don't like. And it's bizarre that this popped into my head. Like I said, in the middle of the night, but it's actually, you know, it makes sense. Mermaids freak me out. The idea of a mermaid freaks me out. Yes, that's right, Ariel. You freak me out. Why? Not because of the color of her skin, you fucking racist. Jesus. But <laughs> it's because the idea of a half human, half fish that lives in the water and, and just what, what she or he would be, it's just kind of gross <laughs> and freaky. Think about that. Just the idea if you were, let's just say you were like uh, smitten with a, a mermaid, right? Or merman, whatever whatever floats your boat. Ah, eh, they're in the water, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, if you're touching them, they'd be extra slippery. <laughs> and that's just gross to me. Be like, oh my God, you're, like, you're trying to embrace them and they just pop. <laughs> they just squeeze out of top or they go down below. <laughs> like, I just want to hug you. Whoop, whoop. Where'd you go? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just, I have that visual in my head. I'm like, that's so dumb, but so true. So true. I, you couldn't hug them or hold their hand and be squishy. Anyway, they probably smell like fish, right? Or just some, uh, uh, the sea, a little too much like the sea. And I don't like that. They probably, let's be honest here. Think about this. They live in the ocean. They probably have sharp teeth. Or baleen. 
if you don't remember what baleen is, it's essentially like a filter in their mouth that, like, I believe humpback whales have. Listen, listen to me. I'm getting all sciencey on you. Uh, that's right. A uh, baleen is much different than teeth. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they probably have sharp teeth or the baleen, and the baleen is like the, the filter system where they don't have teeth, but they open their mouth, get a big old gulp of water, and they, they spit the water basically back out, but their, their baleen filters in all the creel and whatever else uh, that, they, that they eat, so it stays that, that stays in their mouth. Right? There you go. That would be gross. Either way, it would be like, eh. <laughs> not that... Not that attractive. Their eyes would probably be dark from seeing underwater and having low light. If you, okay, if, okay, this is, sorry. Sorry for the people that this offends. If you were to have sex with a mermaid, you'd be banging a fish, okay? And most likely it wouldn't have the same temperament as a human, meaning it would be a wild beast. Think about that the next time you fantasize about Little Mermaid, Ariel. Okay, sorry. These are the things that roll around in my noggin at midnight when I'm letting the dog out to go to the bathroom. Also, real quick, as I was waiting for my dog to finish up, I'm scrolling through Facebook or Twitter, one of those, or if not both, and I saw some weird, like, hey, this is a video of Bigfoot. <laughs> and you, you can't tell what the hell's happening because... It's like the camera's just like moving around all over the place. I, everyone who owns a cell phone should have to take a class on how to take a steady and clear footage of whatever they're re trying to record. So if you need to record something of importance, like aliens, UFOs, you know, crime, anything like that, it'll be easy to comprehend what I'm watching if you actually took the time to learn how to use your phone because it drives me freaking nuts. And how many times do you see footage still that is grainy? And I don't understand that. What the hell are you guys doing? Are you zooming in too much? Or do you have the, the setting on your phone, in your camera on your phone, set to like the one that has the, the that uses the less amount of memory space? Because if that's the case, stop doing that. <laughs> you need to have clear videos. I'm tired of it. Everybody needs to take a class. Everyone. You're like, we want to sell you this phone here at T-Mobile, but you got to complete this course on how to take good videos and pictures. Okay? Can't be wobbling around. Okay? Uh, anyway, those are the things that run in my mind. I'm sorry. I'm special. All right. You know what's really good? Jumping into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now... Here are the headlines. <laughs> well, the Philadelphia Eagles are no longer undefeated. And you know what? That's a good thing. And I'll tell you why. If the Eagles bounce back in their next game against the Colts, which, to be honest, should be fairly easy. But if they bounce back with a vengeance, they dominate. They show their dominance. They assert their dominance, however you want to say it. If they go out there and just wipe the floor with the Colts and embarrass Jeff Saturday and the Colts, then I would put my money on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you why. The weight of having a perfect record is off their shoulders now. 
and flaws have been exposed. So now they can tighten those things up. It's good to fail in life. It allows you to see the path to success a little clearer. Okay? So they lost. If they bounce back with a vengeance and they just go, oh, wow, we are better than this. We're embarrassed by what what happened against the commanders. Basically, they just go back and they bounce back big time. Then I would start putting my I would put money on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Right. Well, to go to the Super Bowl. How about that? <laughs> I, I, I'm not really I guess I shouldn't say win the Super Bowl, but I would say they would go to the Super Bowl. Because there's something special about the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, that being said, they have a very difficult rest of the schedule. So I, I might be jumping the gun, but I think they they are the ones to beat in the NFC. And yes, they lost. But I really think that's a good thing. That, that pressure of being perfect is, is off their shoulders. Okay, now they can take a breath and be like, okay, let's go back out there and continue to play winning football. Don't be surprised if you see the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship, and don't be surprised if you you see them make it to the Super Bowl. That's my pick right now, midseason pick. I see the Eagles making it to the Super Bowl. Right? There you go. Take it to the bank. If you win, you're welcome. If you lose, I I didn't say it. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, by the way, so... Just a real quick thing on the Broncos. A silver lining for the Denver Broncos. And again, this is one of the random things that was rolling around in my head in the the middle of the night. There's a silver lining to the Denver Broncos that I think a lot of us aren't really looking at. It's the amazing defense of the Denver Broncos. If you take that Denver Broncos defense and put it on another team, another pretty good team, those other teams are going to be dominant. Right. If the Denver Broncos didn't have this amazing defense real quick, think about how bad I mean, epically bad this Denver Broncos team would be. You subtract that and just make it, a you know, everyday run of the mill defense. Nothing special. They're losing these games and they're not just losing these games. They're getting their ass kicked and getting blown out. So the silver lining is, despite the fact that the Denver Broncos have a a losing record and they're not doing well, right? They do have that amazing defense that is preventing them from getting blown out. So I know, I know that doesn't help anything really, but at least you can say, well, thank God they have the defense because otherwise this would be an epically bad season. I mean, like complete embarrassment. The Raiders are a complete embarrassment. And thankfully, the Denver Broncos have them coming up. And let's be honest, the Broncos should win that game against the Raiders because the Raiders are a they're they're kind of a nut buster. They're a uh, what is that called? Well, whatever the heck it is. They if they want to get back on the winning track, this is the perfect team to play. The, the Raiders, they're awful. If you want to get your confidence back as an offense, the I keep wanting to call them the Oakland Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders are the team to play. So 
as a Bronco fan, I'm, I'm excited that they're playing the Raiders. That being said, I'm going to be very irritated if it's another low-scoring game. I'm sick and tired of this. I'm watching, like, Russell Wilson in the press conference, and dude is just like, I don't know how the hell he's standing up. That dude has been knocked around, and he's got to be exhausted by after every single game, more so than, than ever, because his offensive line is just garbage, and that dude is just like, he just... <laughs> He just got the hell beat out of him for 60 minutes. Oh, it's just ridiculous. But again, silver linings, folks. Silver linings. What is it? The Broncos have a good defense. Other than that, it's basically garbage. 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 I did post a video of me talking about how I said that Nathaniel Hackett should be fired, but I still believe in Russell Wilson, and I believe that he is salvageable. I was actually surprised the amount of people that agreed with me on that because I, I don't see that as far as the media goes. A, a lot of the people in the media are just like, nah, the, the Russell, fuck Russell Wilson, essentially, is what they're saying. But I, 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 don't, I don't see that. I still have belief in Russell Wilson. And, and again, I'll repeat it. It's because the offensive line is trash. And I believe that Nathaniel Hackett is, is trash as well. So I, I am not willing to point the finger fully, fully. There's some uh, fingers to be pointed at Russell for, for mistakes. But in all honesty, most of the fingers need to be pointed at Hackett in the crappy offensive line. Hey, got more headlines coming your way. Plus, why radio is dying. But first, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. So you know what you need to be doing? Rooting for chaos. And you could win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call. 1-800-522-4700. Happy holidays, everyone. This is Shelly Majors, GM, Chief Bottle Washer, and Radio Ad Chick for the Blake Street Tavern. Keep calm and book those holiday parties, everyone. No matter how small or large your group is, we have you covered. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. Subway's going to start selling sandwich. I guess they actually did start selling this back in September at the University of California, San Diego, and now they're going to start dispersing them all over the United States, which I'm actually excited about. What are they doing? They're going to start selling sandwiches in smart vending machines. And at first, I'm like, that's kind of gross. I don't know if I like that, but it might be good. And the only thing I, I question is sanitary, and it's like, how fresh is that bread going to be? But I imagine how I imagine they've covered all the, the bases on that. But that's just me thinking as somebody that, one, used to work at Subway and, two, just worked in restaurants in general. But I, I have this weird confession I need to make to you. I like saran-wrapped sandwiches that you get at the gas station. I like those a lot. <laughs> it's weird. That's like this thing. It's just like if I haven't had one in a while, but I just like the simplicity of them and just the way I don't know. I just like it, and, and I, I don't see anything wrong with this. And it, to be honest, if it tasted, if Subway tasted more like those, I'd probably eat the shit out of them more. But 
I, I mean, it could be good. I'm, I'm not going to turn it down. I'll try it whenever I see it. Essentially, whatever this is, you would call it like a vending machine or a kiosk or whatever of these Subway sandwiches. And what it's doing is because they haven't been opening as many locations. Uh, Subway hasn't been. And they're fine with that because they see that, that people don't always want to go into restaurants and they just want quick and easy. And you're living in this day and age where it's just like, I, I can just order something and have it delivered or, or something like that. Well, that's what they're doing. They're just kind of jumping ahead of things. And it makes sense if, if, it's, if they're able to store the product, you know, uh, the ingredients in there, because you could go up to this kiosk and essentially put in your order and it'll make it. But that's where I'm like, how the fuck are they going to be able to do that? It's, it's going to be interesting, and I can't wait to see the inner workings of this so we can sit there and go, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense. But don't be surprised if they start doing this and you start going up there and they're like, it, it's out of this, it's out of that. They're always out of this particular ingredient, whatever, because you don't have an employee right there immediately getting stuff from the back stock to refill it. So the, it's going to be interesting. But that being said, I, it's probably going to be good, good enough. Sandals once worn by Steve Jobs were auctioned off for $218,000. The well-used brown suede Birkenstocks were dated back to the mid-1970s, and they're all worn out from him wearing them all the time. This just goes to tell you that people have too much money. There's way too much money. Why would you buy those? You have to have disposable income. That's that's the only thing. I can't imagine spending that kind of money on that. I wouldn't spend, you know, $100 on those. Yeah, it's it's interesting. In a sense, it's part of history. But really, what the hell am I going to do with worn out Birkenstocks? It just doesn't make sense. There was a 150-foot beer chain at a, at a bar up in Wyoming, and it broke a Guinness World Record. The beer chain was measured at 115 feet, breaking the old record of just 62 feet, 6 inches, which was set back in Germany of 2007. And when you see these guys with their beards, their beards, each beard is roughly, when you look at it, they're roughly like a foot long on one side. That's amazing to me. The, the, the commitment to having a beard that long is just wild to me. I can't do that. It's just it's a little much. I already have a hard time eating with facial hair. I get my wife and my kids were constantly every time we eat, literally every single time we eat, Dad, you got stuff on your face or dude, babe, you got like mustard everywhere. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> Like, what, really? And it's like dripping everywhere. It's disgusting. I'm a disgusting eater, apparently. I chew with my mouth closed, but I get food everywhere. So, eh, <laughs> what's the problem? So my wife sent me this one. A man ran an entire marathon in China while chain-smoking cigarettes. He's known as Uncle Chen. And get this. He placed 574th out of 1,500 people. He ran that marathon in three hours and 28 minutes, all while smoking cigarettes. What the hell? 
Imagine how good of an athlete this guy would be if he didn't smoke cigarettes. That's that's insane. So kudos to him. Uh, it, I'm sure he'll get some cigarette endorsement out of it. And <laughs> like, here, continue to kill yourself. All right. Uh, it's bizarre. Uh, I, by the way, I used to smoke way back in the day. I haven't smoked cigarettes in, I don't know, 15 years or something like that. I can't be around it. Like it, like immediately my sinuses just get jammed up. It's awful. I am a big baby when it comes to cigarette smoke. Now it just screws me up and it's, it's amazing that I ever smoked. I don't, I don't get it, but it, listen, if you smoke, you shouldn't, you know that. So uh, I don't have anything else to tell you. So you, you know, the deal. All right. So radio, radio is dying. And as somebody that worked in radio for 18 plus years in the Denver market, I did a lot of different things. But now that I'm separated from it, I can tell you it's dying. I knew that when I was in there, you always heard the rumblings of, you know, a lot of people think radio is dying, but we disagree. It's like, well, maybe there's truth to that. And then as I'm separated from it, and now I'm in another realm of media, I realize that, yeah, radio is dying. And it's kind of sad because I appreciate what radio is and all the talent that is involved behind the scenes and behind the microphone. I get it. There's a lot of talented people. But radio really isn't what it used to be. It's not a necessity anymore. Think about when radio started. There was no TV. That was your only form of, of instant information or close to instant information was radio. Then you got TVs and radio still there. But now TV and Social media and just the digital age, just everything has advanced. And radio is still the same radio from back when it was invented and introduced to society. It hasn't really evolved. If anything, you can see that there's parts of it that are starting to infiltrate the, the digital realm, I guess you could say. But radio itself isn't important anymore. If there is an emergency, it used to be, well, let's tune into the radio to see what happens, this is what's going on. And I guess if nuclear war happens, I do have an emergency radio, and I guess that's what I would go down to is that. But until my cell phone stops working, I'm going to lean on the cell phone because if there's... Uh, tornado warning or anything like that, I'm going to get that quicker on my phone than listening to my favorite radio show. Because a lot of times those guys are slow on getting the information out there. And that's the thing. And it's like, I always have my phone with me. So I'm going to rely on that. I don't need the radio station to tell me what's going on around me. You don't need, oh God, this is going to, as, uh, as a former traffic reporter, this, this saddens me too. And, and I get that there's, it's still a lot of hardworking people out in the traffic world, 
but you don't need traffic reports anymore because it's on your phone and it's in your car. As I'm driving, there's slowdowns, okay? It's giving me alternate routes. I don't need to hear somebody stumbling through a report. Yes, I used to be one of those people that would stumble through reports. I get it. I don't need to hear somebody doing that when it's on my phone. I just don't. A lot of times, too, that's just like radio stations. You forget that if I'm tuning into you, I want to be entertained. And that's the majority of people. Yes, it's great to get some information every now and then. I want to be entertained. And a lot of times you tune into talk, whether it's sports or news, and it's just fucking depressing or boring as shit. Sorry, guys, that I used to work with. And I don't need to hear people pretending that they know to talk about other sports too. Can I say something as a dick real quick? I love the guys over at the fan, but you have a bunch of football players trying to talk hockey and you have a bunch of football players trying to talk basketball. There's really only one guy over there that should be, well, I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of guys like Mike Evans and Zach by, and even DMAC, they, they do their best on, watching basketball and hockey they do but i don't want to hear a former football player talking about hockey or basketball it doesn't really make sense it doesn't you have set yourself up as a football station but now you're trying to do other stuff and again i'm gonna get a text i'm gonna get a phone call from somebody over there and they're like dude you just pissed off a lot of people but i'm just telling you like it is and this is what i hear constantly from people that used to listen or still somewhat listen to that station. They say the same thing. Like, what is their identity? They, they're set up to talk football, but then they're trying to talk basketball and, and hockey and, and baseball, and it's just like, eh, it's just weird. It just doesn't seem right. And guess what? It shows up. It shows up in the ratings. But radio is just really not important anymore. I can tune in to a podcast if I want to be listening to something that's funny or something that's scary, a murder mystery, something that's going to challenge my intellect. If I want to get news real quick, I can get a new quick news report really easily. I don't need to tune into a radio station anymore. It doesn't make sense. I can find all that information, hot takes, whatever, in the podcast world, in the digital world, it's not necessary to have a radio station anymore for the most part. Now, let's be honest. They get more listeners than I do, and that's okay. I get that. For now, that's the case. <laughs> There's a lot of amazing talent out there. And what I would say to them is brace for impact and get your bags packed and be ready to start doing other things because just sitting behind the microphone isn't going to cut it anymore. I don't know very many people that listen to the radio anymore. If anything, they just they just try to catch up somewhere on a, in podcast form or, uh, you know, I just looked at ESPN.com and kind of got the gist of what was going on or went to NFL.com or or wherever, nba.com. You know, you catch up in certain spots, milehighsports.com, stuff like that. 
I don't need to sit down and really listen to radio shows anymore. I stopped by the fan not too long ago and I left there and after talking to some people and it was good to see all the people, a lot of people that I respect, but ultimately I left there and I'm like, ugh, it's just not the same anymore. Just not. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. I just get tired of it. I get tired of the constant breaks. You realize that their, their talk segments on most talk radios radio stations is roughly eight to nine minutes of talk then a roughly five minute break that includes a promo paid inventory and then maybe some sort of update and then back to the content and it's just like they do that you know for the entire hour and it's just like it wears you out and it's just like as a listener especially if you're trying to listen long term it's just like it doesn't really doesn't satisfy you anymore. I guess that's really it. It's just like radio is not satisfying anymore. And that's from me. Listen, you might be a, a radio junkie and that's cool. It is cool. Good for you. But ultimately, the majority are leaning towards the way I'm thinking is that they're losing listeners rapidly. And it, it's got to be hard for the music stations because honestly, why would you tune into a music station when I can get the hot new music, you know, super quick and I don't have to listen to a bunch of, you know, commercials. I don't have to listen to somebody trying to be a shock jock in the morning, be like, hey, 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 it's 537 in the morning <laughs> in the mile high. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot to put on underwear today. <laughs> I don't need to hear that. I don't have to. You can just listen to, you know, whatever the fuck I want. It's on demand. And I don't need to sit there and just bang my head against the wall, listen to people trying to keep my attention when it's like, if I want to be entertained, I'll tune into the Duff Uncensored podcast. I will. If I need news and information, I'll tune into something else. If I need you know, murder mystery type stuff, you know, crazy stuff, unexplained. I'll turn in, tune into Mr. Ballin. He's a great podcast. Listen, great storyteller. I actually reached out to him. I'm trying to get him on my podcast. So I doubt it's going to happen, <laughs> but I did reach out. You never know. Dude is like super popular now, but see, that's the thing. There's no radio stations that are like podcast focused. I talk to so many people. I don't know anybody that really listens to, to radio anymore. They might hop in their truck to go somewhere or drive around and they might turn it on. But most of the time they're like, yeah, hey, there's this podcast I've been listening to, or I just turn on my music that I've been listening to lately. I'm really into Kings of Leon lately or, you know, whatever miscellaneous band out there. That's the way life works and life is veering away from radio. It, it's crazy. I've talked to a lot of sponsors out there and they're starting to realize the same thing. It's just like, why waste your money on it? Why? It doesn't make sense. It's a dying industry and less, or I should say more and more people aren't listening to it. I appreciate radio because it taught me so much. It did. And I'm I'm glad to have been a part of it, but I look at how much it's changed just from when I got into it to now, 
and just in the past two years since I got out of it to now and, and just how much it's changed. And it's going to change super quick, even more so. And if you're in radio, if you're wanting to be in radio, learn a bunch of stuff around radio and digital. And so that's just one of those things. You got to be flexible if you're in radio, because what's going to happen one day is it's going to be all flipped up on its head. What's going to happen is companies are going to kind of panic and they're going to realize, oh, shit, nobody's listening to terrestrial radio anymore, meaning they don't tune in via the, their car or their, the dial and antenna. They're not doing that anymore. More and more people are, are opting to not do that. So it's going to be interesting, not too far in the future, when all of a sudden radio just goes, oh, shit. Ah, this doesn't make sense. We get more listeners on the digital side of things than we do from people actually tuning in. There's a lot of salespeople, I, I get that, that, that drive around and, and they listen to terrestrial radio. There's a lot of salespeople that have realized, oh, I don't need to do that anymore. I can just tune into a podcast and, and find whatever I need. Whatever, you know, maybe there's a cooking podcast. Maybe there's one that talks about, you know, traveling and stuff like that. And they're more, a lot of these are more entertainment focused. Now, some of them, you're just like, what the fuck? Who gave you a goddamn microphone? <laughs> they're so boring. Be like, if you really want to travel light, but yet still succeed on having a whacked out good time, I suggest you jump on Frontier Airlines <laughs> and then you go to Hawaii. Ugh. Anyway, I would not want to fly to uh, Hawaii on Frontier. God, that would not be comfortable. Well, anyway, I just lost a lot of friends in radio. But here's the thing. It's changing. It is changing. And as somebody that has removed himself from it, realize, oh, oh, it's changing a lot quicker than I realized. And it's just not the same. You tune into it, and it's just like, what am I getting? I'm getting, what, what radio stations have discovered, and they discovered this a while ago, but maybe you just don't realize they do this, but I'm maybe you do, is like in music, they have what's called like power songs, and they play those in high rotation. So if you listen to a music station, you're going to hear your favorite song. If it's like one of the top, say, five songs in the country, you're going to hear that. If you listen for three hours, you're going to hear it at least three times. Like at least once an hour, they're going to play that. And it's the same thing. You play the hits is, is the thing. And in news, it's the same thing. Like So they assume that the majority of the listeners, based on research, that they only listen like say 10 minutes roughly. So they want to make sure that every 10 minutes, basically you're hitting the hot topic or playing the power songs, whatever those are. Right? So they want to make sure that when you tune in, you're hearing the same shit. And after a while, it just gets oversaturated with the same shit. But that's why so many, there's a lot of radio stations out there, say like Altitude and Mile High Sports, they're trying to talk just multiple things. And they've been doing that for years. And they're very well organized to have individuals, individuals that are experts on those to talk about them. 
in my mind, I what I listen again. I'm I'm poking the bear essentially. I think what needs to happen as far as Denver radio goes, 104.3 The Fan needs to go back to talking Broncos almost nonstop. That's that's what they're set up for. You have a roster built for it, so do it. That's what I'm saying. And, and altitude, do do what you're doing. You guys are set up to talk Avs, Nuggets, and Broncos. So if you're looking for a more well-rounded conversation, you go to, say, Altitude 92.5. If you want Bronco talk, go to 104.3. If you want just a, another well-rounded conversation piece, you you tune into Mile High Sports. In, in KOA, you're kind of confusing. I mean, you can talk, you tune into them for news and Broncos, and I guess that's fine, and and Rockies, but that's really that's that's it. So I, I guess you, I guess it's not that confusing for KOA. But that's the thing, guys. I'm giving you honest information. What do I always say? I, I give you honest opinions. I'm not sitting here trying to blow smoke up everybody's butt. I'm trying to be a, as authentic as I can. And right now, there's identity issues in local radio. There's also a big change going to happen. It's on the horizon in radio and it's going to get flipped on its head and it'll be interesting to see what actually happens don't be surprised if one day you start noticing like wow that's that's interesting they're doing it this way and I, and I know some of the secrets that are the how things are going to change I'm not going to say them I don't want to spill the beans on this but I'm I'm aware of where things are headed. I like it. It's more of the realm of what I'm doing here. It's different, but it's the same. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm gonna find a a goat head on my pillow when I go to bed tonight because somebody's gonna be upset about it. But listen, I'm not saying that that. There's bad talent out there, but there is bad talent out there. I'm not going to point fingers at them because that's not necessary. You guys can judge for yourself who's the good talent, who's the bad talent. But the thing is, is you need to play to your strengths. And that's why I say when when you're talking about news, you stick to news, stick to what you're good at, and then you'll find success. Right? When you're trying to do something that you're you're – I mean, if you're trying to reinvent the wheel, it's just, why are you doing that? You're banging your head against the wall. Go back to what works. And I'm saying that to the fan. Go back to what works. Listen, I, I, I have a lot of respect for the people at the fan. I have a lot of respect for the people at KOA, Altitude, as well as Mile High Sports. I do. But I have so many people on a regular basis talking to me and saying, what the hell is going on with radio? I can't stand it anymore. And a lot of times, let's be honest, it's more of a focus on, on the fans since I used to work there. And and it's true. It's just like the, most of the people are like, yeah, I stopped listening. I don't even know what their lineup is. And, you know, I, I tuned in for Bronco Talk. Instead, I'm getting people that are trying to talk Nuggets and Avalanche, and it just sounds awkward. And then I if I, if I want Avs and Nuggets Talk, I switch over to either Mile High Sports or 
altitude 92.5. And it's just like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. If I want to hear about the, the abs and nuggets, that's who I tune into. Mosier and Lombardi and, and Brett Kane and all them. So while I say radio isn't very important, there are times I tune into it, yes. But ultimately, I have all the information at my fingertips. I don't need radio. If there's an emergency, I get it on my phone. Get those, those reports all the time. Breaking news. This is what's happening. I get more information on my phone, to be honest, than listening to a radio station for Amber Alerts, stuff like that. It's on my phone. A lot of times, the radio station is just like delayed on and getting you that information for one reason or another. So, yeah, I just, I'm a dick. I'm a dick. And uh, I'm sure any one of the individuals that I slightly took, took aim at could sit there and go, pull me aside, or they could pop on here and they could educate me in a sense where they're like, you're a fucking idiot. You're wrong. And part of what's wrong with radio is that, is they don't want to accept what's right in front of them. And what's right in front of you is your industry is changing and you need to understand that you need to embrace it and you need to get in front of it. Don't be the person that is sitting there going, no, it's not changing. It's not changing at all. It's the same. The next thing you know, you're the person that isn't being successful. You're, you're the person that just left behind. And then you're trying to fight back. You're, you're, you know, running up the hill behind everybody else. I don't know. I'm, I'm a dick. I know that uh, I'm going to get some text messages and that's fine. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I just, I don't see the need of it. It's, it's a dying industry, especially music. I like, I tune into, whatever the fuck I want to listen to. And if I tune into radio, I guess I'll tune into like, say cool one Oh five. Cause they got old, uh, like eighties music. But that being said, I, I have eighties radio, or I should say I have an eighties mix on my phone through Amazon music. So why do I need radio? Just don't get it. And I don't want to sit there and listen to, like, each hour, like, 20 minutes of commercials. That's just a lot. And it kind of loses the importance of the message for the sponsors. I feel bad for the sponsors sometimes. I've, I've talked about this with Nate over at Mile High Sports. It's like, we don't want to oversell the podcast because it's like people don't want to be having sponsorships just jam down their throat. It just, it ruins it for the listener, but it also ruins it for the sponsor. So it's, it's fine to have things sponsored, but it's just like, you, you don't want to have an overwhelming amount. There are podcasts that do that wrong too. I will say that I've listened to podcasts and they have five to six minutes of commercials in the middle. And it's like, what are you doing? I, I don't want to deal with that. Most people, when they hear a commercial, 
That's the nice thing about listening to podcasts is you can hit the fast forward button if you don't want to listen. But I will tell you, if you listen to my commercials, I usually fuck up something in the middle of it and then it's funny. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I do that on purpose, right? <laughs> listen, again, there are some shows out there that are entertaining and they're fun to listen to and they're worth listening to. I get that. But a lot of the radio stations out there, a lot of the radio shows, what do you get out of it? It's dying. It is a dying art radio. And that's sad because I, I like what radio is. I just think it's like I'm conditioned now to think otherwise. It's like, I, nah, I, don't, I don't need to hear the same thing. Like literally, I can tune in on Monday and it's essentially the same conversation the rest of the week. As far as sports talk goes, it's basically Monday, maybe Tuesday. Then the rest of the week is the exact same thing. It's a mixture between Monday and Tuesday. And then if anything, you could tune in for like five, ten minutes on Friday to kind of get a preview of the weekend. That's it. That's it. But whatever. It is what it is. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. And I just want to take a second to say thank you. I forgot to bring this up. And my wife keeps hounding me. She's like, you, you need to bring that up. I, I got to say, October was my most popular, most listened to month in all of the Huff Uncensored history. I thank you all for that. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. I, I love it when you guys talk to me about random things that that you hear on the pod and, and just like how how it made you laugh or or whatever, or maybe a feedback. Maybe you disagree with me on some things. That's cool. I like hearing that. It's fun. It is. And sometimes you guys just shoot the shit with me on, on direct messages. You slide into my DMs. Oh, yeah, you do. And I, I like interacting with you guys. It's really cool. And I really appreciate each and every one of you. You guys are awesome. And it's continuing to grow. And that's cool. It makes me excited. I try to be entertaining. Every now and then I'll, I'll go on these rants where I talk about why radio's dying. And, and I sure, yeah, I'm pissing people off. But I'm just trying to be authentic with you guys and be honest with you guys. I like what radio is, but I don't like what it's become. Listen, a lot of people are going to be mad, and that's cool. But I appreciate you guys. And thank you for making this podcast successful. I, I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to share it with your friends if you can. I, I post a lot of videos on social, so if you see something you like, like it. Maybe comment on it. Call me an idiot. Say how much you love me, whatever, whatever floats your boat, or maybe just react to it. Either way, uh, the more you interact with it, the better for, for me and the podcast, and it allows me to continue doing what I do. So I do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern. Again, they're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's to Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great day. Hopefully you smiled a little bit in this episode. I know it got a little serious at the end, but that's cool. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.